Good evening, everybody. Uh, another Wednesday night, the 15th um, of March. It's ticking up quickly. We're heading towards April, um, very quickly, actually. Uh, and show 89, uh, arguably one of the greatest grand finals ever uh, and one of the greatest games ever um, in the English Premier League as well. So we can might even touch on that later. But before we go too far, we're going to kick off uh, and talk about or have a quick look at 89 and famous 89s. Here we go. Yeah, a little bit of uh, gangster tunes for Cuz. Uh, no doubt he's uh, he's up with the latest, going back from the from the 80s. Let's bring him up, Eminem himself. How are you, Cuz? I'm well, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. 1989. Yes. Um. Look, it's cliche, I don't know, but it's probably the best grand final AFL I've ever seen. Back Just in the had NFL, everything, had like heroic moments, like the picture in the background there, you've got a Dermy, Gaz's big hit on Dipper, punctured lung. Just an amazing game of cliche, I don't know, but good old-fashioned hard footy. Oh, beautiful. And a couple of special guests tonight, Cuz. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, I think one's still in hair and makeup, but we've got one <laughs> backstage. We've got the new recruit, put it that way. Um, okay. Which is great. The, nice. The other, the other half of the Stanton crew. Um, the, better, the better one. Absolutely. Well, that's to be decided maybe tonight. It could be a Stanton <laughs> off. Um, but anyway, let's bring up Lovey first for a quick g'day. How are you, great man? Yeah, mate. How you going? Glenn. Good. Glenn, what's with the three M's? Is that uh, what's the game, mate? As you know, mate, we have no control on our names. Mister Buttons likes to. I let him do his thing. That's that's all me. Mine is all me. Well, can, so he's done something to you. Okay, Aaron. What are the three M's about? Well, I just I was listening to that music, and I actually saw Cuz backstage pulling a few gangster moves. You know, so I thought I'd <laughs> I thought I'd just slip in with him. He tried to be Eminem, but it, he went with Triple M instead. So, just to oh, be different. I think it's uh, yeah, I think it's more like mumble, mumble, mumble. Um, <laughs> nice. 1989 uh, in WA. Oh, gee, uh, we go. We're all really <laughs> started, really started the hip hop scene yep. in a violent manner, if you like. I think they were along with Public Enemy. Um, <clears throat> then I, I look at, I looked at your little snippets there, and. Um, so Madonna and Latoya Jackson are still a couple of the naughtiest women I've ever still seen in the history of my life. <laughs> They've um, they introduced me very, very quickly to what females it can be like. Um, and Tom Cruise, Eddie Murphy, they ruled the world back then. Eddie Murphy was the man at the time, absolutely. Um, Just having a lot of touch, didn't he? Yeah, he did. At, the, at that time, he did, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was he was great. He just came off. Which one was first? Was it Raw or was it the other one? Um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to guess maybe Raw, mate. But that was that was the yeah. most aptly named video because that was purely Raw. Yeah. yeah. Um, footy wise, I uh, this is where I really despised to do me until I myself started playing like him when I was an adult and. Uh, yeah, you know, aggression aggression's a great thing in football, but the day Knockett 
Darren Williams and Paul Van Hart Waverley two weeks prior to this grand final, that literally ruined their final series. It pretty much cooked us. He, he on his own, he was a superstar. He was the best player in the comp in 1989. And uh, he proved that without even having a kick uh, in the final series, really. Still kicked yeah. six this day, didn't he? Or five? Did he get four or five this day? Yeah, and, and had a hand in others as well, just by his, by his actions and behaviour. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to talk about that, Granny, shortly. Um, but we're going to bring up the new recruit, uh, Nana Goon's finest. <laughs> now, is that one of the greatest, one of the greatest footy logos you've ever seen? That is magnificent. Hopefully, they I weren't trying the, to replicate Cuz in a footy jumper. I want the photo back. back here. All right, here he is, Nana Goon's it. finest recruit, Justin Stanton. Have a look at him. What a picture of health. Bring him up. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, mate? Uh, Welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Good to be on. Um, and you're right, the goon. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, it guys at work are always, how's the goon going? Um, but, anyway, yeah, it's exciting times ahead, we hope. I know I know, goon, I know, the goon is something entirely different. I think the other two boys do as well. But <laughs> what, what are the uh, – what's, what's, what's the local community like, mate? It's a, it's a big club, isn't it? It's, it's a fairly decent-sized club, is it not? Yeah, look, it is. Um Basically, Nana Goon, it's, what is it? It's um, 10 minutes uh, east of, um, southeast of uh, Pakenham. Um, yep. It's predominantly um, farming land around there, but it's also, it's also a K away from uh, the new Pakenham racecourse, which they still refer to as Pakenham, but it's, that's in Nana Goon. Um, yep. And there's, there's just, that's, I guess it's the next hotspot with regards to growth in the southeastern corridor, uh, Pakenham's. Mm. Uh, been built out, and now they're heading towards uh, up and Nanagoon. So yes, potato growers, Red Gem Packers, one of our sponsors. There, they're a big company out there, uh, along with uh, another, uh, yeah, a number of other, you know, uh, big companies. The best on ground is going to get a lot of spuds of potatoes given out, or what, what's what's the go, mate? Is that how it works down there? Or? Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. To be honest, I don't know, but I'm told that. Um, Certainly, home or away, we uh, we travel in numbers. Uh, good support. They'll yeah, be good. quick to um, they'll be quick to buy me a beer when we win, and they'll be quick to sharpen the knives when we lose. I would imagine. Uh, but yeah, yes. that's, that's all. Looking forward to those challenges. That's for sure. Now, Jazzy, yours and Lovey's paths would across because Lovey was head coach at Churney when you were at the yep. Basin. So yep. you were part of uh, that. So. He's got an alias at the moment, and we're not too sure that alias is, but Aaron likes to have a bit of fun with the, the names, mate. So your first night on, he's, he's giving you your first name, so give him That's time. Okay. He'll, call, he'll, he'll call you something else within time, so just <laughs> yeah. be careful. Uh, all good. All good. I think, I think, the, goon, I think the goon's going to get a run the week before <laughs> my mind, surely. Mighty goon. Congratulations too, mate. It's good to get a senior gig, and it's... Um, it's always pretty awesome to go out and leave from the front of the football club. So, oh, look, and absolutely, well I was lucky enough I, to I do. Hope it, hope it goes well. Been lucky enough to spend five years at uh, at the basin as the as the senior coach there, and that was terrific. And I kind of thought that after five years, it was the perfect time to part, pass the baton on to the next coach, uh, having had, I guess, a nineteens premiership, and the reserves and seniors both played finals last year. Uh, but sadly, yeah. I've I've followed them over the off season, and uh, there's been several departures there. So they're going to be be in a bit of a rebuild stage, unfortunately. But yeah, Nana Goon, it was an opportunity um, 
too good to, well, not to refuse, but too good to at least throw my hat in the ring. And, uh, yeah, was yeah. lucky enough to get it. A couple of um, key departures from the Basin over to Nana Goon, any chance? No, only the one. Um, there was one guy that I dragged across who just lives locally to where I am in Berwick. So he come across and then he subsequently has joined me at um, at Nanagoon. But other than that, the rest of them just saw it as an opportunity, I think, to dip their toe in elsewhere. So there's, you know, they've gone to other Eastern Football League clubs, Mitcham, Murrubark, uh, Bayswater, uh, and then others have, um, yeah, gone to other competitions as well. So it's a bit it's of a shame because... Kind of interesting you say those, if they've gone to those clubs, um, you kind of have to go and give them their blessing because they've gone to a higher standard, right? They want to play at yeah. a higher standard. I think part of you has to go, you know what, you're having a crack at a better standard. Good luck. You hope Yeah, that's right. As long as, they, as long as both don't burn bridges on each other, the club yeah. and the player, hopefully they come back in a year or two. You know, they've had a taste. And, um, Spot on. You know, that was really confusing. Well, you guys ran, you guys ran Ringwood pretty close last year, didn't you? Did. Each Belly. year, yeah, each year, um, ran yeah. South Belly to a kick, to a kick, yeah, uh, Ringwood, right. uh, likewise, um, yeah, two occasions. We've yeah, we've been a, a terrific, um, consistent mm. team, but um, and that was the reason we why guys that wanted to dip their toe in high grade were happy to stay around, um, on a smaller salary cap and and so forth. But yeah, yeah unfortunately, it didn't work out, and then yeah, now they're uh. Yeah, they're dipping their toe into, um, as I said, there's two at Berwick as well, which I, I forgot to mention. So certainly well, they're all playing higher, which is good. Yeah. Well, there's a reason why you have 19s winning premierships then. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome good. back so, to the Eastern Eastern Footy League uh, <laughs> footy show. But, yeah, great to have, great to have local <laughs> coaches on. Uh, it's really good to have a chat, and, and we wish you all the best, Justin. Go out on a limb, mate, yeah. and tell us uh, – Tell us where the boys are going to finish this year. We're going to put you put you on the spot early. Well, well, there's 14 teams in the comp, so it's the top six, um, which is strange because yeah, you know, I haven't haven't, haven't coached in a in a comp that's that that big. Um, where will we finish? Oh, look, with a bit of luck, I'd like to think that we could finish in the top four. We need a little bit of luck. Uh, yep. We're a young list. I think there's only two on the list that are the other side of 30. Um, yeah. And then, it, but the predominantly the age demographic is sort of eighteen to twenty-three. So yeah, that's Very exciting. Nice. Big grounds, old-style football competition. The netball are aligned to the football club. The sixteens, eighteens, reserves, and seniors play Saturday, and then the netball align themselves to that. So it's a bit of a travelling circus when you go away, and we travel all the way down to Phillip Island, Inverloch. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a number, bit of travel, but yeah, exciting. Nice. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we haven't got died in the wool firm commitments. I'm helping out with my son's footy team a little bit this year in a very quiet role, as thinks the Demons can jet bounce back to win it again. Lovey and I are realists about where the Bombers are. I know yeah. who you support, but we'd love to get down and see Nana Goon one day. We'll probably like to get down earlier in the year, mate, because I'm tipping down there. It gets a bit cooler in June, July. It does. Yeah, no, it certainly does. Um, yeah, no, you're more than welcome. Probably our first home game's round three, so we play two away, and then we're home. Past players, sponsor day, uh, and uh, VIP Beautiful. guests, welcome. Okay, <laughs> we'll, ne- we'll need a cabbie. Uh, thank you, Justin. I look forward to being the inv- uh, the the the, uh, the VIP down there. But uh, we need a cabbie at the trip. 
Are there highways and freeways in the Nomad? Oh, hang on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, without doubt. Okay. Uh, so yeah, no. Glenn can't travel on freeways or <laughs> motorways without <laughs> crashing his car. So we, I'm very, very conscious and careful that we're going to ask Glenn to travel more than half an hour on a main road. So it could be it could be a carpooling exercise. We might even yeah. hire a bus. But um, you know, it'll be it'll be good fun. It's always a good day, local footy. Always a good day. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to to whether it's down at the island or Inverloch. They'll probably be weekends where uh, I'll we'll stay down there and, and embrace yeah. the you know the opportunity to spend the weekend there. Um which culture good. down there in cows. Yeah, it <laughs> certainly is. <laughs> yeah, I'm lucky enough my father in law uh, it's a holiday place. So I've made sure that I've given him the draw for this year so I can uh, ensure that it's vacant for when we play Phillip Island and, and in life for that matter. Yeah. Cuz is pretty keen to uh, pull the boots on again, mate. Number 99 uh, is finest. And, and I couldn't think of a bloke that would look better in this jumper, Cuz. Yeah. So maybe later on in the season we can organise a transfer um, from which club? Where was your last club, Cuz? Black Rock? Shut up. Black Rock, was it? Yeah. Are you, are you oh, actually, well, thank you. Thank you, Justin. Thank you. Is the suspension being lifted yet, Cuz? Are you allowed to actually play again? Ah, uh, well. As always, anyway. Justin, the, the podcast starts to head a certain way pretty early in. Yeah. Tonight, tonight it took a little bit longer than normal. It took 18 minutes tonight, but they've managed to yeah. turn it around. Uh, just tip shit on me, but that's okay. We'll get we'll get there. We'll get to it. We'll move on. We'll be at right, this is Here we go. Let's, let's, let's kick it. it off. Like the 89 Grand Final. Like a dim sim. It's what the crowd come to see. Cousins Classics. Right, Cousins. Yeah, we need to do something about that intro because I'm not looking misspelt self, I must be honest. But anyway, just took a couple of quick little notes and I spoke to us um, later this evening about the A9 Grand Final. Lovey touched on it as well. <laughs> Stop laughing, Alan. <laughs> it is one of the best and most iconic games for a game that we all love. Because it had everything in it. And a couple of notes I wrote here. Obviously, Dermy's at first contest him and Yates. Dermy then to go down, take that mark, kick the goal. Dipper playing the majority of the game with a big injury after Gaza cleaned him up, Gaza Senior. And just the way Gaza played, like a game that in a lot of people's watching minds, it was over early, but just the way John came back. And in all honesty, probably Hawthorne got out of jail a bit in the end. And I just, as, as Lovey said, as a nine-year-old, obviously my side's went in. And like Lovey, like I hate Hawthorne to this day still. But you watch it now and just think, like, Dermy, that whole whatever it takes to win the game. And that's what they did, both sides, and gave it everything they had. What are your thoughts, Jess? Oh, absolutely. Remember when, um, I don't think it, they do it anymore, but the footy marathon that it would come on each year. It was one of those games that I would definitely watch, even though I've seen seen it several times. Um, yeah, there was other grand finals that, um, you know, that you, you flick over. Um, but, yeah, certainly that's that's one that comes to mind uh, without doubt. But I've got to say, I've got a soft spot for those Dower-Sydney West Coast battles that they had in the, um, you know, in the 2000s as well. Low scoring, ugly, but just real, you know, uh, I'll just... Yeah, real great contest. So I like those as well. Yep. 
All right, lovely. Just before we talk, we're now that Cuz has blown all the spoilers, we're just going to play a little bit of footage from the uh, the great '89. But but blown the spoilers on my segment. I apologise. Well done. You, that's why you say roll the tape, Cuz. Well playing, Glenn. Prize. Capacity crowd. The grand final. Burke and Villa. Down by Burke. This is Buse. Second opportunity for Buse. Down towards the half-forward line. Ablett's in front. Very interesting, Dennis, at that first bounce because Yates came off the wing and went straight for Dermot Burton. And Dermot's down on his knees, as you can see. Gary Ablett will go very close from here, from about 52 metres. Long, probing kick. It's home. Now, this is reminiscent of the final Dermot Brereton down. I mentioned how Yates came through the centre, didn't have eyes for the ball, just went straight at Brereton and has put him down. A bad miss for Hawthorne because he's the one who can really get them going. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you've just seen a classic. What a great line. Um, Cuz, how good was that, mate? 89. You f- just forget how good Gary was on the day, uh, <sighs> the great Gary Senior. Well, for a bloke who was, what, 6'2 and a bit, maybe 6'3", but his agility and ability to mark, and he had that thing that you can't teach bikes. Like, as Juz and Lovey would know, being head coach of footy clubs, you can't teach bikes to have a bit of mongrel in them. You've either got it, you haven't got it. So his mm. attitude was, if you're going to be the bloke to stand them away, I'm just going through you. And Dermy was the same. And that's why they were, they were such threats to opposition players and teams, because they could star as a player... And if you gave them any backlash, they'd just whack you <laughs> and then make you look silly that way as well. So just an amazing they, game. I, I love watching knew. too. Sorry, mate. Just I love watching the coppers. <laughs> oh, do I stop the players or do I try to get the guy on the fence? What do I do here? But, yeah, funny. Yeah, I think um, one important thing is, you know, they really knew how to control their aggression and when to bring it, though. Like, they didn't just go out there and start throwing them. Um, uh, a la Mark Yates, just, just run straight off the line. Um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting grand final, one, one of the greats, and always talked about when you talk about the best grand finals, and it still stands up today. Um, but incredibly, as my mum just commented, incredibly tight shorts, um, and the game hasn't changed much. <laughs> tight shorts, um, but no all it's got Jane. tighter now seems to be the jumpers. But isn't it amazing how quickly the game changes uh, from a look point of view? Because you're still wearing an old classic uh, jumper there from the bombers. You can. It's not that old. It's Kia. That's a. That's that well, we old. can't see it because we can only see your chin, cuz. So, give us a good I've got look a few at it. I've got a few of them too, mate. <laughs> that's that's why the angle's right. Beautiful, beautifully done. Uh, any comments, boys, from '89? Ah, uh, look. One thing that was evident, especially with Gary Senior, is um, you know, key forwards that have got an ability to um, be just as dangerous when the ball's on the ground. Um, you know, uh, still st- stands up, doesn't it, today, whether it's um, you know, whether it's Cameron or Hawkins even, um, you know, Rewalt, Lynch in recent times, those guys, they're, they're terrific when the ball hits the ground. Um, and that was obviously one of Gary's, you know, strengths also. And it always goes to show that, you know, as much as we are structurally, we coach structurally these days, uh, align with, you know, AFL and VFL coaching styles, but nothing beats still getting it in quick one-on-one and, you um, let the defender uh, 
try and you know hold on for for dear life while the while the forward applies his trade. Yeah, um, I, I I agree, Jazz. I think that's one of the things that I think still holds Carlton back this year a little bit is that their key forwards aren't that great once the ball hits the deck. I don't yep. think Mackay's terribly agile if he's not marking it. Kerno's a little bit better, but his Rico's, his knees have damaged him over the last few years. And I guess De Koning will probably be the one that has to be as mobile as he possibly can um, if he's still there in a year or two time. So yeah, uh, that's where they've got their reliance on a lot more small forwards. But now the, the, the key thing that still strikes me with that game was two things. So the pace of it, that, that, that was just as quick then as it is now. Uh, mm-hmm. And... It just says to me, why have we fucked around with the rules for 33 years? Pardon my French. The second thing is, um, you look at how many injuries Hawthorne had that day, and they were all before half-time. So Michael Tuck had a split weapon. Um, Gary Ayres stuffed his car before half-time. Johnny Platten was off by half-time on concussion. Doomy was on the the field, you know, half-dead. Um, I think Bungle, even Jason Dunstall copped a significant injury during the game. Um, Peter Curran wasn't fit by the end of the game. It was just, just, you know, I know Hawthorne kind of only just fell in, but my God, the fact they did hang on was extraordinary in itself. Well, as you know, without without one man, it was a one-sided affair, um, fair to say. I mean... He was incredible. A few snippets there. We didn't catch all the goals. It was just way too many. Uh, nine in the end, yeah. I believe, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Just oh, unbelievable. Yep. Unbelievable. In a losing granny. Probably one of the best performances in a grand final. Yeah. We, we talk we talk about that one amazing performance it was by Gaz in a losing grand final, but the bloke that was probably main stage in this game, Dermy, and his actions and whatever, you look at when Essendon beat them in 85, he kicked eight in a losing side as well. Mm. Oh, that's, a, that's a bloody good effort. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right. That's. I think that's enough on 89 and, and the greatest, some, some would argue, the greatest grand final ever. Let's let's just do a quick 30-second recap of what happened in 22. And there's some proud supporters that, uh, geez, what a game. Geelong had a 35-point quarter-time lead. Knocked down to Selwood. Wouldn't it be great? Got it working the right way. The skipper. The hero, the superstar. What a moment. Cats fans, stand up to your full height and celebrate this champion team that has delivered you your 10th premiership. Incredible. Um, If you're a Cats man, what a day out. I, I love watching that grand final. I know a lot of people said, A, it was boring, and B, oh, it's Geelong. And I, I, I kind of don't understand the whole knock on Geelong from a lot of people. And I, I guess that's that tall poppy syndrome um, where they've been up for so long. Yes, they haven't won as many premierships since 2011. They probably would have liked. Let's not forget, you've come across juggernauts like Richmond and before that, Hawthorne. And, you know, it's hard to win a bloody flag. It really. We know that at all levels. So I was actually really happy for the Cats that day because they, you know, a lot of those blokes had been at it for over a decade and finally got reward for the club that they loved. So, yeah, I, 
I, I love that. I thought it was just an awesome grand final. Yeah, they didn't just fall yeah. in either. <laughs> no, no, they smashed no, they're it. Ter- terrific. I, I think they're two clubs too, as you said, Lovey. If you look at Sydney as well, they've always found a way in Geelong also to build and improve from within. So I think that's probably been their strength of both. And that's why I think a lot of people thought it might have been closer than what it was. But I think Geelong's belief, as you've seen in interviews that Selwood's done since and the doco that's on um, Fox Talent at the moment, the Geelong one, as Selwood said, he goes, I could tell from the first bounce, and we've all heard this in footy, not even footy terms, in sport terms, he goes, we were on. We were fucking on. And mm. pardon the F-bomb, but that's what he said. He goes, I just knew, and I respect the Swans, but we were on and we were never getting done. Yep. Yep. And, yep. and he said a couple of times he almost had to check himself as to how well they were going. Like, is this is this real? And you, and you saw that watching the game. Well, you don't often get to have a three-quarter time chat um, and boys say, we've got this, enjoy this one. Like, uh, just incredible to be able to do that, um, for sure. All right, just have a look at this image, mate. This is one of the greats. Uh, let's face it, have a look at that. Talk about some incredible talent that's come out of this club. Unbelievable. Um, we'll How touch many? on that a little bit further. Yeah. All right. We're going to kick off, guys, and talk round one, okay? This is an exciting round. The AFL's put together a bit of a masterpiece, I reckon, in, in, in respect of putting this round together. This doesn't just happen. The question is, do, do Carlton and Richmond deserve to kick off round one Thursday night? Um, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting, fair to say. Um, it's a pretty even match game. Cuz I've just taken off the odds just to keep you... Uh, Thank off you, the, mate. Off, off the wages. Thank you. But I'm sure you. I'm sure you know. You know know them anyway. Just touching on the round one thing for a moment, and I know yeah. how much you love your, your storm and your NRL. Has the AFL, and that's been the big white noise the last couple of weeks. Has did the AFL miss the boat a little bit in not having some sort of game on the long weekend with what's now that we're out of normality and out of COVID and whatever, did the AFL miss an opportunity? I know we'll get bumper crowds coming this weekend for the first round. I don't think they did. I think it's the, the one practice match and the expectation is a good idea. Just interesting to see what you blokes thought. Oh, look, oh, go, go, Justin. Sorry, mate. I think um, I'm comfortable with the fact that we've given the NRL a, a two-game head start. I, I'm, I think... I think of the the uh, the local uh, sports people that are that have got cricket finals on and um, and your local club starting their their practice matches and and those sort of things. I, um, I think it's it's not too bad. And let's look, yeah, the first week was a bit nothing, but certainly in the last week we've been building up, haven't we? Um, which has been really good. So I don't I don't mind it because let's be honest, you could give the NRL a six game head start and we're still gonna. We're still going to swamp them and and um, and dominate, you know, the uh, the TV remote, aren't we? Um, like we do each each season. Yeah, definitely. So I've I've looked at a bit of looked at the social media and found out, um, you know, as each team comes up, uh, what it's going to look like. And the Tigers, uh, the Tigers are all over it. Um, they're ready to go. Fair to say, but I'm a bit worried about the Blues after seeing this footage. Um, oh no. <laughs> 
It's a bit of a worry today down at Icon Park. There's a bit of decimation happened there, so um, I'm not sure what was taken, but they've got something to blame for uh, not well, winning round one. I actually had a mate of mine on on, on, on socials just before in a, in a separate in our creative club chat, and basically they, they dobbed in five carton people and said. That was them handing their memberships <laughs> back in via the glass. So <laughs> they've already cracked the shits. Well, the great but, part um, about that picture is the, uh, you know, the right sitting sitting right in the middle there is what they smashed through the door with or the window. Yeah, 500, yeah. 500. The front door was probably open, boys. There's no need to do that sort of stuff. <laughs> but, um, all right, let's bring up one of the most passionate Tigers that we know. Uh, he's going to oh, no, he's back. He's going to state his case for why he thinks the Tigers are, uh, are going to do some damage this Thursday night. Welcome back, Eddie. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, Eddie. Good, mate. G'day, Eddie. How's everything? Good, mate. You? Yeah, I'm really good. I've been um, – I was in the middle of work and all of a sudden, what, wait a sec, Aaron said, come on, get on there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now, we want you to keep a lid on it, Eddie. We know how passionate you are, so yeah. be as unbiased <laughs> as you can be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> come on. We're, we're, here. We're, we're not even competing. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> I reckon I, – I think that it'll be an interesting year. I'm definitely looking forward to it. I think, I think this year's got a bit of excitement to it because there's a bit of evenness going along um, – Everywhere. I don't know if uh, Melbourne are going to go anywhere, though, Aaron. Like, uh, oh, I've got a top four, though. Like, um, do you want to hear my top four? Go for it, mate. But to say I'm not biased, I haven't put Richmond there. <laughs> like, I put Brisbane number one. I put Geelong number two. I put Richmond number three. And I put Fremantle number four. Ooh. I think... I think the one, um, the team that could drop the most and everyone's predicting a big year from them is actually Collingwood because I feel like Collingwood just got through so many games last year. Like, um, that, that's just my opinion. Tomorrow night's match, blockbuster. Come on, how can you not um, open with the two uh, strongest VFL teams? <laughs> Um, um, I think it'll be a great opener. I'm looking forward to Dusty, like um, um, coming back. I'm I'm really interested to see how this new lineup goes. So see what happens. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. The, the fact that you're the fact you're saying that they're the two strongest Victorian teams, Eddie. That's come on, mate. I, I, I'm look. I, 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 you know what? I, Galton is my worst team of all time. I hate Galton. <laughs> They're the same. Same for me. So I'm surprised yeah. you've done it. But well, like, um, like the, the, the fact is, Carlton have got a strong legacy. Like, you've got to take them down. Um, Collingwood is up there. Hawthorne, Essendon. They're they they they're the top five. I reckon. I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh, they have been for a long time. Those yeah. five clubs have been for a long time. Yeah. 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 I, I, I'm a bit over the interstate clubs. Um. Um raining it but like um yeah i think sydney will drop off um big time this year um okay i'll be i'll be interested to see how geelong go um how far they go um but i think brisbane's the one to watch this year 
The interesting thing I find at the start of the season is there's 18 sides <laughs> who they mightn't say it internally, but externally they, they're going to win it. And by the end of round one, there's nine sides or nine sets of supporters who think, oh, shit. It's going to be another long year again. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Like, um, uh, like I'm big on the, this first game. Richmond have to win. Like, um, I won't be happy mm. if Richmond don't win. But um, I definitely think it sets the tone for the next um, four or five rounds for both clubs, actually. Like, um, and Carlton won it bad. Like, um, they missed out last year. Um, they definitely want to um, prove themselves. And... I think it's going to be a great match. Yep. Uh, Cuz, I think that was your microwave dinner going off, mate. Um, <laughs> right. I've got a couple of quick questions for you, Ed. Um, to, I know you've had some, you had some involvement in this image, mate. So just tell us a little bit about uh, uh, so what I, happened I, and I, how I, this came together. I art directed this shoot. I did a lot of stuff for the Hawthorne Football Club in around that 2015 and 16 period. So getting all of those players um, in one area for um, at Glen Ferry Oval was quite the mission. Of course, um, Dermot was the um, the last one to arrive. <laughs> Pretty sure you can see his car in the background. Um, but they were like, <laughs> honestly, I loved um, I, um, meeting Michael Tark, Gary Ayres. Um, these guys were absolute gentlemen, like um, David Parkin, really, really great um um, people, legends of the game, like you look at that image and you go, there is no doubts that Hawthorne have dominated the last 35 years of football. Mm. You go back, can you go back to that image, Aaron? Well, I agree with Eddie. So you've arguably got the second greatest centre forward of all time in Dermot there. Um, yeah. I think Wayne Carey is ahead of him. Uh, you've got Hutto, who's almost the greatest goal kicker of all time. You've got Michael Tuck, games record holder. Peter Knight's one of the best centre backs the game's ever seen. Dipper, one of the best wingmen you've ever seen. And yeah. Lee Matthews is probably the best coach that we've had in 50 years. One, yeah. if, one off, if not the best. So you're right. It's um, our three-time Norman or two-time Norman Smith medalist. I mean, it's, it's a pretty staggering photo when you think about it. And then you throw in blokes like Peter Knights, Peter yeah. Hudson, they yeah. in the photo as well. Like, and unfortunately, unfortunately, that's all right. Unfortunately, unfortunately, John um, Kennedy Sr. was meant to make it that day. And, like, um, um, unfortunately, um, he was sick and um, obviously yeah. passed away sometime um, later. So um, that would have really capped everything off, I think. Like, Don Scott um, as well in there. Like, it was really... Um, Really interesting. Shane, um, Shane Crawford, very funny guy. <laughs> like, I loved um, um, Shane Crawford. Like, um, um, if you want to know, I had to allocate all of the uh, premiership cups and I gave Dermot Brereton the 1989 grand final um, premiership. <laughs> there you go. Good bit of history. Yeah. I, it's a great pick. If you had got Kennedy Senior in that, in that, that would have been absolutely I know. Actually, if you want to know... If you want to know, he reset the club's culture. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, if you want to know a fact, um, um, Hawthorne have got the emblem and it's got the word "always" underneath. Um, yeah, and that's obviously their tagline. But that was actually handwritten by um, John Senior Kennedy, uh, John Kennedy Senior, because um, um, I had to re 
we had to reformat the the actual file so they could use it across the um across the board so not a lot of hawthorne um people would know that mm. there you go bit of history and um we've also got a, i know being a graphics man mate curating a lot of art graphic designer yourself seen a lot of art over time love your retro um afl logos and vfl logos um this is a club in dire needs of a new logo mate we're going to flick it up here it is mate. <laughs> <laughs> Now, established, established 1910, mate. There's some incredible history here. We've got this, the brand-new senior coach with us, Justin Stanton from Nanagoon. Um, mate, what can we do? We, one, we need a, we need a caption. Um, <laughs> and we need a, we need a new logo for a, for a retro year, mate. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't mind the logo, to be honest. <laughs> I, reckon it's, I actually reckon it's a ripper. I reckon it's a ripper. Um, yeah. <laughs> Pretty nicely yeah. featured, guys, actually, to be honest. So, well yeah. done, Cuz, making the, no, thank you. Making the thank characters. You, Aaron. Thank you. Very cool. All right. Um, oh, who's, who's, so, the yeah. pick, who's the pick for Richmond Carlton? Right, let's go around the room. I think the Blue Baggers. Sorry, Eddie. I think the Blue Baggers. Richmond for me, comfortably. More That's settled pre season. Yeah. Justin? Yeah. I'm. I reckon this is the hardest out of all the games. Um, I think Carlton will finish lower than Richmond uh, yeah. at the, by the end of the year, but I think Carlton will get the Chockeys tomorrow night. Yeah. Well, it's a big, it's a big Carlton fest at the moment. I think, uh, I think they get you by five goals tomorrow night. Um, sadly, Eddie, but uh, you're right. Eddie, I'm with you, Eddie. Don't worry, yeah. mate. I'm with you. I, I reckon, I reckon <laughs> Richmond by forty-two. Um, and I think that um, it will definitely set the tone. Like the first um, um, 10 games for Richmond are must wins. They're all tough. Um, and I think that if we get um, about eight, eight, and t um, eight, like eight wins out of the first 10 games, like um, there's a lot of trouble for the other clubs. <laughs> but let, let's see, like one step at a time, um, one game at a time and see what happens. Yeah, we've. Uh, are they playing? Are they playing for any particular cup each time? Like, is there a player that's played for both Carlton and Richmond? Maybe no, they should do that. God. I don't know. I, I I don't know if I'd go for Richmond if there was a um, player in there from Carlton. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Carlton <laughs> is like um, um, the worst. Uh, the worst side. <laughs> I can't stand Carlton. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. I actually much prefer Collingwood <laughs> out of um out of the two so and that must hurt too yeah <laughs> it's funny isn't it when you get a hatred on a team like as growing up in the 80s and obviously the rivalry between us and hawthorne i just and still now obviously it's great to see the 89 grand final and how good hawks play then obviously you look at that photo and what a great history of the club they've got but i hated hawthorne and still do lovey i know that you despise the navy blues obviously eddie you have told us what you think? And what about you, Jazz? Who's the side? Well, tell us who you barrack for, and then tell us who you hate. <laughs> I barrack for North <laughs> Melbourne. I barrack for North Melbourne. So hold your laughs. Um, yeah. The side that I despise—that's um, a good question. Probably you almost asked, wasn't it? Pro probably Essendon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we thought it was. We've owned. We owned Richmond for. 
for many a year. Uh, but it's the, great, the great mystery. The great mystery is how does Richmond still lose against Correct. North Melbourne? <laughs> I can remember all, unbelievable. All like, through the nineties, oh all through the nineties into the early two thousands, North just North just owned Richmond. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, even the recent practice match, we won by a point. Are you joking? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, like, yeah no, I know. <laughs> yeah, 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 I Lovey, go, man. I was just going to say, North of, uh, it, was, it was good to see North in the last three years. They come into the 21st century with their uh, their facilities now. I've been through it, and um, it is nice. It's, it's good. It's, a, it is it's, a actually, nice setup, yep. it's actually It's actually good for that area because it is a multi-use facility. So, um, that good on them. Glad they were able to get the facility they needed because they, they were battling for a little while there. Um, mm. And Brayshaw did a really good job. Doesn't get enough credit. Did a so, 100% yeah. did a terrific yeah. job. Um, and, yeah, and as much no as that, that. that's a good point you'd both touch on there, as much as Evan sees that persona as a commentator and what he does on Billy with Triple M, but he did an amazing amount of work when he was involved with James Brayshaw and he... And, should get the recognition. Yeah. Bronze yeah, statue. Well, I'd rather give him a bronze statue than the other fuck with. Anyway, sorry, that's a topic for another day. <laughs> right, uh, just, before we, just before we change games, I've got to touch on this. Jack Silvani, um, 100th game, uh, and it brings up the, I think it's one of the first, if not the first, um, Father, son, grandfather combo to play 100 games for the same club. So there's an interesting yeah. stat for you. So unbelievable effort. Um, is it only his 100th game? It seems yeah. like he's been there forever, doesn't it? He has been so unlucky with injuries, that kid. He has. He has when you Massive think about talent. it. Um, he, just, he just seems the perennial great clubman too. Like There's always talk nearly every second year if he has an injury – Oh, as much as he's a favourite son, he might get put up for trade bait. But he always just seems to front up every year, play a role. Like last year, he played as a ruckman a fair bit of the footy, played yeah. out of position, but just gives his 110%. He's that. He's just that great club man, isn't he? Yeah, 2015 yeah. National Draft, he was recruited. So it feels like forever ago. Um, not that long ago, though, but uh, 100 games, eight years. It's a long effort, that's for sure. So, so right. only one person's going for Richmond. What the hell? That's why we, that's why we got you on, Eddie, for balance. What the <laughs> hell? Eddie's shattered. That guy. That guy. Um, all right. Here we go. We continue on. Feel free to stay as long as you like, Eddie. Um, I know your beloved cats um, and the pies. This will be an interesting one Friday night too. What's our take on this one, boys? New captain. Well, de depends what time Jeremy Cameron's baby comes due, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Tommy Hawkins is out, and if Cameron's out I'd as well, it. that'll make it a little tougher. I would tell her to hold on as long as you can. Sorry, but <laughs> just delay it. Yep. Thanks. Best you can. I, I think no. Collingwood is so overrated. Like, um, that, like everyone's pumping them up. This is a Geelong game by a mile. Give us a margin, Eddie. Give us a margin. Well, probably not as much. But just make make a note of that. Forty two points for Richmond to be Carlton. Um, um, I reckon um, Geelong by probably about twenty three. That's not a mile, but like um, 
Um, I definitely think that they'll comfortably win. It won't be. Um, I think they'll comfortably win. Well, they have played some tight games of recent note and low scoring. So if 23 is is a blowout towards the end, if uh, if it and starts off with a tight game. So I think it will. I think it'll be tight till three-quarter time. And um, then it's anyone's. It's a case of who's... Who's ready? Who's who's got the lift in that last quarter? But I think it can go either way. But I'm not going to sit on the fence here. I'm going to go with the Cats as well. Um, they get it done. Uh, there's no one I hate more than the Pies, that's for sure. So um, I'll give the Bombers a little bit of uh, credit there. They sit just just above the Pies for me, <laughs> the second most hated. But um, that's only because of you two blacks on the show. We try and be a little bit nicer. But Justin, give us your yeah, uh, you. give us your margin, mate. Oh, my margin all. Collingwood will win. Um, Collingwood will win because basically they're almost at full strength. They've got Lipinski as the only notable guy not playing. Um, and then you look at the other side. Hawkins, I, don't, I haven't seen the teams, but I'm guessing Hawkins won't play. He hasn't done a pre-season with his foot. Um, you've got Henry, who's a terrific backman, who sets him up really well. He's not playing. College Asking's not playing. Menengola's not playing. Duncan's not playing. And Jeremy Cameron might leave. So that and the fact that the Cats' pre-season probably didn't start until a tick before Christmas that um, I think, uh, yeah, one an early loss won't hurt Geelong and, and Collingwood will be up at about, I'd say, yeah, margin of uh, three goals. Who kicks Collingwood's goals, Jazzy? All the smalls, all the mids, all the mids all the and wings. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't have... Can't have Cox. I'd ha- I'd play one short rather than have him. Can't, can't have him. Um, That's going to get uh, replayed. Can you can you can you just put that disclaimer up again? <laughs> that certainly. Um, they're smalls. You know the Dacos boys. Obviously, to go, he'll have a big game. Um, Steel side bottom is. They've got a, they've got a number of terrific players. They'll find a way, but I think it'll be more that they'll find enough. Enough avenues to goal, which will be enough because I said with the guys that, that Geelong got out, they won't kick that high score that they're uh, they're known to do. Not 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 in round one anyway. Yep, Lovey. I think Collingwood by forty six points. I think they uh, are absolutely travelling very very well at the moment. Um, they've had a pretty uninterrupted preseason. There's barely been any news about them, which actually frightens me. As to how well they're travelling, um, even the Goey's behaving. So for me, I think they've. Uh, I think Craig McRae is obviously a very, very good operator, and I, 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 I believe that, along with what Justin said, I wouldn't be surprised if Geelong are actually Norton four in the first month. Yeah. Best case scenario, one and three, because of all those outs and the lack of preseason and conditioning. They'll still finish top four, top six. They'll still have a crack at the premiership, yeah. but they'll be a slow start at Geelong, no question. I reckon Collingwood sense an ambush here, and I reckon they can do it by about at least seven goals. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Justin, I'm just interested in your thought from a coaching point of view. Um, what's McRae done so differently um, that's allowed Collingwood to completely flip it on its head in a year? I reckon a couple of things. He's obviously got a terrific ability to form relationships with his players. But most importantly, he's allowing his players just to play with the flair that, um, if you use a a modern-day terminology, uh, you know, guys have got their one wood or whatever their best attribute is. I just think he he allows his players to play with some flair. So um, whether it's Ginevan, 
whether it's um, Dacos, um, you know, side bottom to go. These guys, if, you, if you're a player who can run and carry and take the game on, um, he encourages it, whereas some other coaches are more sterile and they want you to continually keep playing structure football and it doesn't allow for um, flexibility or any flamboyancy in the game. That's what that's a bit that I like about, about Collingwood, yeah. Yeah, good points. I, I think it's – Eddie will probably agree that it's a bit of um... – Bit of that chaos footy that the Tigers played for a couple of years there and really got the job done, really just loosened. Dimmer gave them the licence to to believe in their talent um, and it really came, you know, it came good for them you know, a couple of years there and had a little hiccup and then they went again. So, um, yeah, what do you think, Ed? Oh, I think um, Geelong by 23. Yep, yep. I, um, I think, I think, um, I think Collingwood will... Um, I, I I don't rate them. <laughs> like um, I think that I think their coach is good, but like um, I just don't rate where Collingwood is at. Like um, I think that they were so lucky in so many games last year. It was quite incredible, and I guess like um, comparing it to where Richmond lost about four in a row a few years ago, like it was just unbelievable to watch. And I just think that if you're a Collingwood fan. You, um, you you'll be thinking the same thing, I think. Yeah, I mm. think. Um, what, what, do you, know, what do you think of the captain? What do you think of the captain? Oh, I don't think it's the right man, personally. I don't reckon it's the right man at all. No. What the hell is going on? Oh, there? He's, a, he's a he's a very good young fella. Yeah. I, I won't go into too much information, but I know I knew him when he was a fair bit younger. And he's actually the, the, a very good young bloke. The captain? Yep, I would. I, 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 I think I think he's a good, I think he'll be a good selection. I think he's been thrust into it probably a bit earlier than maybe they would have liked, but yeah, I yeah. think he'll take it and put his own little stamp on it. He, yeah. He's actually he's actually a really good follow up to the guy that they've had in that helm for over a decade, and um, you know you couldn't fault Scott Pendlebury as a person yeah. as well as a footballer, and I think that um, to have that. Following through um, is it, brilliant. Uh, as opposed, and we'll get to this at some stage, maybe in my own club. You know, we've had Dyson Apple, great guy, good average footballer. Now we go to a bloke who's arguably A grade, but I feel like he's got some big training wheels on more than Dar- Darcy Moore. Wait and see. Mm-hmm. And I think Darcy Moore, the good thing about Darcy's appointment is it, he's got his quirks. He's a bit of a different cat, and I think that's probably what Collingwood need at the moment, as Lovie just touched on with the following on from Penelby. He'll he'll encompass all. But we'll I, I, just, I just don't think you can captain from um, his position, and I think you can see that with Richmond, um, with Grimes. Like, I think the worst thing that Richmond's done um, is name two captains. What the hell is going on? Just make a bloody decision, I reckon. Like, um, give it to Nan Curvis. Um, and I feel like that's the um, the problem with um, um, Collingwood's choice. I, I like I don't question he's um, um, no doubt a good guy. Like I just don't I, I just can't see how you can captain from that um, side of the field. Well, I don't reckon Richmond can talk. I mean, you know, you guys missed a, you guys you guys missed a, you guys missed a beat with Jake King. 
I mean, he could have been your skipper way back. I mean, it would have started an absolute cultural phenomenon. <laughs> and, and I wish he had of, and we would have seen different premierships instead. Yeah, I, I, think, uh, I don't think Richmond are good at uh, captain choices. I would I would agree with that. Like, I, I honestly think Cochin did um, a great job, but there were, there were times where we were down and out massively. I still can't get over that 2016 season. How can a team go, come from 13th to win the premiership? That That's still bizarre to me. Like, um, um, but yeah, oh, I your think first, your, your first flag. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, I, we shouldn't have won that flag. Just, Justin, you may remember this. I, I find Cotchen's best moment of all time was elimination final against Port Adelaide over there, and he decided <laughs> to kick against a seven-goal breeze. Yeah, one that he'll uh, he'll be constantly reminded of. Um, yeah. yeah, as he for, should for, be forever. <laughs> And I'll ask you, Eddie, as a passionate Tides man, mm. the jungle drums are beating, possibly unfairly. Is he in your best 22? Um, just, I, I reckon. Like, um, like he, he deserves to be there. Like, um, I, 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 def- I think Richmond's in a weird um, space because we've got yeah. um, young um, players like Shea Bolton coming, um, like... Um, that's kind of um, in the wild, wild west. You don't know what to expect from me. Like, um, I feel like that's the problem with, um, I think having Dustin up forward will definitely be a great move. Um, I think that, um, I think Dustin and Shea Bolton kind of outshine each other sometimes. Like, um, and I, I, I just don't think Dustin's been in form in the last couple of years. Like, but I think with um, Hopper and Taranto, like, I don't know. We, no, no one knows. It's the unknown. Um, and until we see it, um, yeah, but I'm excited. <laughs> well, good to hear, mate. On, Aaron, and, uh, enough, of the, enough of this Richmond festing. Yeah, enough Tiger, <laughs> enough tiger, enough tiger talk. Um, yeah. All I'd say to you, mate, it's first round. No one's a loser yet, so enjoy it um, before yeah. you lose 10 in a row. All right, let's move into... Um, into Saturday. We'll try and move these through a little bit quicker. I tip the um, cats, by the way, Az. Thanks for asking. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> we, we, we went without you, cuz. But you're, you're, take, you're keeping the notes at the end of the day. So, um, <laughs> okay. You keep the margins. All right. Uh, North Melbourne, 145, one of the most ridiculous time starts of all time uh, versus the Eagles at Marvel. New surface. We're going quick. Yep, we're going quick. Angus Jazzy to go first. Oh, North North will win. That three three weeks ago they're a dollar seventy. I would have, I would say put your house on it. Take take the easy collect. Now we'll probably push out to dollar ninety with a couple of guys in doubt. They got no Nat Nui. They got no Yo. They're no good. West Coast North aren't much better. <laughs> but um, the interesting thing there will be um, how small the crowd will be. Although we might get a few out and about. I reckon the Kangas will win by a couple of kicks. Um, and there, they won't win too many games in the year, but they'll beat West Coast in Melbourne. Oh, Justin, obviously a passionate North fan. Let's be honest. You've got the Messiah turn up. What's the realistic expectation that we have we have to have now for North? Um, they were the also easy beats before. Um, they didn't. No one hates them because they haven't caused any damage recently. Uh, probably yep. twenty years now. It's been. Um, yep. Yeah. What's what? What are you realistically expecting 
what's what's Clarko sold the dream to you? All, all I want this year is no more than five wins. Don't want to don't want to have. I want yeah. only have one or two ten goal losses. That's all. So I want to take. I'm hoping for two things. Yeah, we finish bottom four. Another pick. Adelaide have a stinking year because we get their number one pick as well. So I'm hoping that's going to be about number eight, eight or nine. So we'll we'll get we'll get selections say three and eight or you know four and nine or something, and then um, we'll load up. So by 2025, um, we will be in the window, let's say, because some of these other teams, to be honest with you, they're cooked. Cooked. St Kilda are cooked. Geelong are cooked as far as rebuilds and so forth. And when Tasmania come in, let's not forget, when Tassie come in, there's going to be two, three, four years of draft concessions. So any teams that are wanting to rebuild during that time, good luck with it. Whereas your teams like North Melbourne, who have been able to build for the last three years, uh, they're just going to have a blueprint like what Melbourne have done. When, and Melbourne were in the doldrums for most of my life, and now they've come out the other side. I think I'm optimistic I, uh, for North. I, I, like, I like your optimism. <laughs> I, I do. But I, uh, I, I'm only querying how you replace parts of that spine over that same time period with young blokes from the draft, as opposed to would you go and throw the checkbook a little bit at some established key position players instead? Because you've got Goldie, who's got to be on his last year or two now. As much as he played all right last year, he played pretty well last year. Um, you know, you, have you got an absolute key forward? Nick Larkey needs some assistance. Yep. You've got an no. injury-prone potential All-Australian key defender, but he can't get in the paddock at the moment. So I think I, I, I like North. I, I'm bullish for North in three years' time, so long as they can get some really good key position and ruck replacement. Yeah. And I think that's, that's what I think that's where they'll learn from Melbourne. They've got enough talent. So if we get three and eight and four and nine in the draft at the end of the year, we'll we'll handball over both a couple of established pillars, like what Melbourne did when they got Benny yep. Brown at one end and like they got May and Lever at the other end. They, that's all they need to do, yep. just to be straightened up with some key pillars, because I'll have all the rest of them uh, covered. Oh, your your midfield's going to your midfield in two years' time is going to be mid. It's going to be absolutely elite. Are you going to have Percy back? <laughs> He'll be ready to leave GWS. <laughs> Nothing like a journeyman. Oh, who knows? He could be ready, mature, ready to go, right when you need him. Too busy, too busy watching WWE, Percy. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that brutal. He lost his mind, didn't he, during that tackle? <laughs> um, all right, did we get a quick margin from everyone, Cuz? Oh, Kang is by a couple, couple of goals. North by fifty. Jesus. North by North by fifty five, and North Ooh. to be on top of Collingwood um, at the end of the season. I put North down as finishing tenth spot. Wow! Wow! That'll really upset you, Justin. Um, that's <laughs> yeah. not what well, you're not part of my plans. We don't need that. <laughs> yeah. As we Midfield. see, finishing. Finishing midfield does no favours for you. Come round 16, Justin saying, tank, tank, tank. As a Richmond supporter, I know that. <laughs> Finishing ninth for so many years. True, yeah. true. Absolutely. Um, 
Well, let's get on the North bandwagon. Uh, no one wants the Eagles to win. Let's face it. So um, <laughs> we'll give them. Uh, we'll give them four can goals. I, can West Coast win the um, wooden spoon this year? Oh, undoubtedly. Yeah. Big chance. chance. Who, who are the two? Like I, I put down Hawthorne and West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. North will be in there as well. The, the advantage of West, West Coast are a dog ship, in my opinion, but they do play half their games at home. Justin, you're going be an advantage. North Melbourne, come on. <laughs> North <laughs> Melbourne are not going to be there. North Melbourne are going to be tense. <laughs> not a chance in the world. <laughs> <laughs> not no, a chance no. in the world. Aaron, that's enough of the Kanga chat now. Let's yes. get on <laughs> <something> <laughs> <else>. <laughs> there you go, absolutely. Just on the Eagles, how many games does Nat Nui can, can he play this year? Three. Yeah, it's he's a broken horse, isn't he? Let's face it. What has he played? Has he averaged four the last two or three years? Yeah. Anyway, it was was just a question without notice, uh, like they all are. But four thirty-five, yeah. another ridiculous time for Port Adelaide and Brisbane Lions at Adelaide. Is it the prison bars? Prison bars out first first round. That yeah. jump has finally been approved. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Such only for the showdown, now. I think. Not you, Eddie. Eddie Maguire. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I, I just think they need to stand up, Port. They need to make a statement, first home game, because they haven't deli- – I know a lot of t- sides haven't delivered, but they've been talking about it for a lot of times and for whatever reason haven't got it to the big dance for quite a while. They need to make a statement early. I'm going to tip them. Right yeah. Port, Port for me. Get on them. For me, Brisbane, easy. Port Adelaide's back line is pedestrian. Forward line is potent. Brisbane are only missing Zorko and Archie. Yeah. Now, I can't wait to see Port being, you know, 1-5 and five or 0-5 oh and, and, um, and that joint being turned <laughs> on its head. You know, the next bet, two things I'd love to see happen this year. I'd love Kane Corns to get hit by lightning, and I'd love Horn Francis to, and I'd love Horn Francis to break his leg. <laughs> disclaimer, disclaimer, yeah. as get it up, get the disclaimer up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but now Brisbane will win easy. Brisbane will win easy. I reckon easy. I, I think, and I, I, I talk about this as a, a full year thing. I think the McStay, I think McStay going actually helps Brisbane. And their structure up forward, I really do. Um, I think it frees up Hipwood and Danaher to be the two big boys, and and four smalls going berserk. So, um, I've got Brisbane winning this by about six goals. On with Justin. Interesting, mate. Yeah, Brisbane by twenty-eight. I've written. Yeah, and, and I put Port Adelaide below Collingwood, with and below North. Like North, I finished <laughs> that. That must be that must be the ocean floor. <laughs> <laughs> there's low and then lower. And then there's, <laughs> the lowest. And then there's lows. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all to a new low, that's for sure. All right, let's uh like a prediction. Brisbane will go through the season um without without a loss. Oh. That's you've gone outlandish thing. early, Eddie. First show you've gone outlandish. <laughs> Can we get Please that? Read. Can we tape that? Yeah, tape it. So, so what's your 
So if they don't, what tat are you getting? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, hang on. Yeah. There's definitely uh, definitely some controversy there. Put it on the table, Eddie. Got it. Brisbane Lions. No, no. Draw the T-shirt. No, Draw the T-shirt. That's good. Yeah. What well I need. Oh, I reckon. They, they, they will lose a final, but they will go through the season um, oh, without. Imagine a- if they finish are undefeated, then straight sets again. I really oh. hope. I really hope it's different to beat them in the first final. I'll tell you that. Yep. <laughs> oh God. He's managed to drag the Tigers into the chat yet again. <laughs> yeah, they don't miss the Tigers. All right, Saturday night, seven twenty-five. Um, some would say early kickoff, but Melbourne Bulldogs at the G. I like this game. I reckon it's the second best. I reckon it's probably the second biggest game of the round behind Geelong yeah. and Collingwood. Um, Come on, Richmond and Carlton. You guys are pumping. You guys are pumping, Carl. Who cares? Um, no, I, I, I think if you talk about Port Power being a disappointment, Glenn, I think the Bulldogs don't want to go down that same path for another year. Um, again, they've had a bit of a, a funny pre-season, um, but they did pretty well in the trade and draft. So I, I think I think the doggies will be there thereabouts. Um, but for me, I, I've, I'm quite, and I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm going to be quite bullish on the Demons this year. I really think they uh, had a bit of a funny second half to last year. And obviously, if you know if, if they're absolutely fed income, which I think they are, I mean, getting Grundy in, massive. That is huge. I know some people are critics of it. I'm not. I think whilst you've got two big men, let's face it, every game now is a dry weather game. You've got two guys who can take a clunk and also tap rock around the ground. That's going to be so hard to, to combat. So, I, I, for me, I think Melbourne wins this game pretty comfortably. I hope for the Bulldogs' sake they hang on to a bit of top eight aspirations for the year, but they're not going to win this week at all. You're nowhere near it. Yeah. I, 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 I give the Doggies a bit of a show for the reasons that we're giving Collingwood a show against the Cats. I think the Doggies... As you said, love you, they don't want to fall away and they've made a conscientious effort to um, replenish their resources, so to speak, and recruit from other sides to, to um, bump up their ability. I think the two tools for Melbourne, I think, will work, but we ha- we've seen it work okay in a practice match. I think the extended bench in that now makes that work even better, but I think the doggies have a lot more to prove. I think longer as the year goes on, Melbourne will will um, pick up the slack, so to speak, and be a better long-term team. I think Doggies initially might get them done, might get it done this week, by only a couple of goals. Yeah, I think I think Melbourne are, uh, are good things. Um, Cody Waitman's going to be a big out for Western Bulldogs. Um, you take away Dunkley, who was their best midfielder, as far as gut running both ways, he's out. Trelaw's only just going. So as good as midfield is, it's depleted now. And then also they've lost Hunter as well. So Hunter goes to the wing, picks up 25 touches. You've got the two-prong rucks. Cosy Pickett's flying. They've got the best mid, well, equal best midfield in the competition in Melbourne. So May's in doubt. So that's going to challenge them. But structurally, they set up really well. Uh, their wing is pushed back to, the, to help out the back six. So I think I think Melbourne will, uh, yeah, will be way too good. Although, that's it. 
The dogs will. The dogs have a pretty good year. Yeah, have a good year, but Mel will be too good. um, I think as much as I don't like him, I reckon. I think you're right about Greg Leganis. The fact that he can't give the dogs three or four goals this week as a small forward. Um, yeah. Yep. I just reckon. I just <laughs> reckon they need as many. They need as many bums on seats as they possibly can get the dogs. I don't. I don't think their list can afford injuries. And yeah. Yeah. Having that. Having that zippy two or three goals for the game. If you haven't got the picket equivalent, you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. I'm with yep. Glenn. I reckon Footscray by 16. Ooh. Thanks, Ed. Okay. Love your T-shirts, by the way, mate. <laughs> Godzilla oh. tonight. Someone yeah, wants a freebie. Don't know about 16. Everyone's worried about May or the, the story's worried about May. I'm not worried about May first round. Um, T-Mac goes back, in my opinion. Uh, McDonald covers that spot. As long as the rest of the backmen do their thing, uh, I think we're still pretty straight um, and should do enough. The, the midfield will be too good, so you don't have to worry. If you yeah. get it out of the middle and kick goals, you don't have to worry about what happens behind you. So um, that's yep. that's the message for the night. Uh, what I saw in the practice matches, if anyone anyone in that team is even close to being watching Petrarca uh, train over pre-season, <laughs> Um, he's going to carry him with him by himself. Uh, and, you know, Oliver's obviously one of those players that loves to play with Petrarca and followed every footstep he's made. So I think he was, he'll have an absolute season out, um, Oliver, this year. And the other one for me is, because um, you touched on that uh, the big men on and off the bench, that'll, that'll help them. I believe that if you keep those two big men out there as absolute long as possible and rest them down forward and do the things you're supposed to do, um, Max occasionally drops back if he needs to. Grundy can do the same. Um, I think Grundy will play up a little bit more uh, up around the wing and then come, then drift down. Um, it's going to be pretty potent. Uh, I think Richmond's one of the only ones that matches it with us, and I, and I'd love to see us see us go up against uh, Geelong early uh, and see how we go. So I'm not even sure where we play Geelong and when, but I guarantee you we only get to play them once, and more than likely it's at Geelong because um, that's just how it seems to work. At the moment, but um, <laughs> due to the AFL, there's another, uh, there's some more tissues. Good work, mate. Little sting for the up. AFL. Oh, nothing pleased me more than that stand's not ready. Um, and that's got a little imperfection, <laughs> so they they won't be un- unveiling that flag until about round six, I believe, at home, which is which is a disgrace in itself. You just unveil it where you play, mate. Let's not be stupid about it, but that's another story. They won't get to unveil another one, in my opinion. So get it out while you can, cats. Uh, a little sting at Justin Nunn, who couldn't come on the show and defend his cats tonight. I gave you a chance, mate. Um, <laughs> I gave you a chance. <laughs> there you go. So demons, demons will kick off by forty-five. Forty-five. Uh, oh, yeah, I think it probably even could be more. So let's see. Um, the doggies, I think they're going to take a while to get that balance right up forward, trying the mm. big men. Um, and without Waitman at their feet, that's going to be a problem. Um, and I think we we love the ball when it hits the ground down back. So um, I think we can do our job there. So um, I, I, I do like the doggies' kids, though. Like um, Jamara and obviously um, Darcy looks good. Yep. Obviously, Jamara's into his second year or whatever. Darcy's his first year, but just obviously practice match forms always say at the moment, but they look good. And I think 
initially with their young and the way the young blokes go about it, it may test the demons because they'll make them accountable. I know you defend really well and probably got the best defensive structure even when you had bad games last year. But with May, if you, if May doesn't play, it just makes a couple of blokes who don't like to be accountable be accountable, if you know what I mean. Young blokes, young blokes, young blokes, young blokes. I'll tell you what, you've got to get it down there in the first place. I'm with you. No, 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 no. Doggies will not get it down there anywhere near often enough in the first yep. place for me. Yep. Yep. Um, Viney, Fritch, Salem, they're big outs for they're us. Cares. But we've covered them before. We've got plenty coming through the middle. Yep. Um, let's see how we go. So the doggies, who knows? The great unknown. They're just as likely to uh, to turn up early and do, do some damage in the first couple of rounds. But, I, you know, I think on Darcy, they've got to make a decision early with Darcy of where he's really going to play. Forward or back. Um, yeah. I hate seeing push him forward or back. I've seen it happen too often. Um, Melbourne were one of the worst victims to do it with McDonald, but it came out of desperation to push back all the time. Um, and I think he should have been made in all forward personally. That's where he plays his footy. It's where he does his damage. Um but he's a, he's a good backman as well. So, I don't know. I, I think you've got a weapon with Darcy for sure. But my thoughts are is you've got to decide early and really develop and get games into him in that position. Um, I don't know what you guys think on that. Let's just touch on that before we move forward. I, I think it's important. You should play forward. Yeah, I think you should you play. Can't, you, can't, you, you, can't, you cannot dump a kid in the run. You can't do it. I look yep. at Paul Salmon. They spent. They gave him the first four years as a forward. Uh, he did his knee in that time, but he never went in the ruck until about in '87, uh, properly. Yep. And he, he yeah. shone after that because he just grew into his body a bit more. I think they should do the same with Darcy. Um, yeah, you'll kill him if you put him in the ruck. I'd have. I'd have. I'd play Darcy um, in the back line for the first 12, 18 months. It's. He can yeah. apply his craft, get his hands on the footy, um, and then, yeah, then swing him the other way. But, yeah, definitely keep him away gonna, from the run. I mean, Dustin, he's not going to kick him. He's not going to kick these marks nah. um, nah. 50 nah. goals for the year, is he? Or exactly. Like that. Nah. So he yeah. wasn't playing him back. He's, good, he's yeah. good below his knees as well. So, yep. I think that would be a good All role right. for him. But, look. All right. Well, this is a game we probably... It's probably the Who Cares Cup, this one. Um, sons and sons and Swannies. Um, shout out to our good mate, Rusty, fellow Swanee, that he didn't want to come on either. So we're bagging the Swannies, mate. They're going nowhere. Um, I know he's he's very up and about about his Swannies. Uh, like yeah, a lot shit, um, their advantage is they can win up there. Um, but I think... The Gold Coast. They can't win on the last Saturday in September, though, can they? That's it's, that's the. Is there the stat in relation to sides that have lost by over? I think it's ten goals in a grand final, or whatever it is, like a, a big margin, have not won a final the next year since nineteen ninety five. I think it was. I think it was eight of the eleven teams that have played in the grand final and lost by ten goals. Yeah. The following year, they didn't make finals. <laughs> And it, go. they've got some older players, but they've got a predominantly younger group. So how they come back from that? And it wasn't, we all said how good Geelong were, but it wasn't just a loss. It was a demoralising loss. And yes, you've got to give them a bit of an out because they have kids playing, but they, were, they weren't they were in it at all at any stage. Yeah. Now, Lovey, you were pretty up and 
upbeat about this the the coasters, um, the other coasters, Gold Coast. Last <laughs> year. I was upbeat about last year. Yeah, and was what's it your not thoughts? I was on last year. <laughs> no, you were no, on the, you're on Gold Coast. You're on Gold Coast as well. I was on, I was, no, I was on Took Miller. It's a Took Miller football club. Yeah, yeah right. That's not okay, then. Without Took, he's a starter. No he's a good block of follow. No Took, no Suns. Simple. Simple. How um, long will he start the Suns? Do you think before someone comes with a big checkbook? No, he'll be he'll be a son for life. He's that sort of bloke. Yeah. So for me, yeah. I'm getting back on the game. I I, I reckon uh, I think the Swans win this by about 45 points. Um, I just don't see how the Suns have changed much in their summer and pre-season or their personnel that would actually make me think shit they're going to jump up a ladder. Um, yep. It feels a bit same old for me. I think um, I think the Swans they're a well-oiled machine. If you're worried about them dropping off. They've had one of the best football cultures you'll ever hope to see in the last 20 years. They'll be fine. Yep. I think they'll be perfectly fine. Yep. No, I agree. Yeah, I uh, can... Sydney, Sydney will have Hickey out, who actually had a good year for, you know, for a journeyman. Um, so they'll have to do something with him in the rough. But if they're moving forward, they're not going to need Hickey anyway, long term. And the Gold Coast Suns have got Weller and, uh, and Ellis both not going to play this week, which... Um, That'll hurt them as well, but yeah, I'm with Sydney. Um, Sydney will win because they, yeah, they're just too professional. Better coach, better, better setup, better club, better everything. Eddie, Swans by thirty-three. I, I, I think mm. it's, a, a, I think it's a yawn game. Like, mm. I, I'm, 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 I'm sleeping in for that. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Got a bit early. Um, I think Swannies. By 85. They're just going to whack him. Oh, there you go. That's the big one. That's the big Jesus. one for to break, to start 84. the drums. Start the drums beating at the Gold Coast. Come round. I'm, one. I'm writing that down now. There 85. 85. Yeah, it's a big um, Swanee's 40 points. Yeah, pretty easy. Okay. Righto. All right. Uh, Sunday special, one o'clock straight after lunch. Gold Coast, sorry, GWS and Adelaide. Up at Giant Stadium. Lovey, kick us off. Nothing to see here. Sleeping. There's another <laughs> one I'm sleeping for. Sleeping. Um, yeah. Surely you're awake by one. No, it might not be. It's a Sunday afternoon. On. It's this Sunday. You just got home. It's this Sunday. I'm heading yeah. out on Saturday night. Um, nice. Uh, I, think, I think GWS wins this one. I think you coach all the rest of it. Um, I'll jump into my... When I, when I do my losers, Adelaide's in it. So there we go. I don't like them at all. I don't think they've got a very good... I don't think they've got good prospects for the year, Adelaide. So for me, GWS by about 38 points. Yep. Uh, Jazzy? Uh, don't really care, but I think new coach, same theory. Um, Hogan's had a great preseason from all reports. Uh, Toby Green, standalone captain now. A little bit of common sense there, which is good. I think they'll win in, in a close one. Um, yeah, but neither of them are going to feature in any way throughout the year. But is, um, GWS. Is Hogan, off, is Hogan off the spliff these days? What's he doing? Is he a good boy now? What's going on? Disclaimer. <laughs> Get it oh, up. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know, but, but he's tucked away nicely in, in, um, in Western Sydney. He and is. He's just out of sight, out of mind. It's a perfect place for him. Yeah. Good boy. Good on him. Is he playing round yeah. one? Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm presumed so. Yeah. All right, that's the close one for me. That's a point. Yep. GWS. Point. A close one. Yep. So tune in late, buddy. Tune in What's late. That? Tune in late and get the last part because it'll be a close one. And Eddie, you're uh, uh, you're pulling together. On. You're pulling together the final ladder for us. So where did yeah. GWS <laughs> end up sitting, mate? Um, I put GWS. I put GWS. I haven't um, shark shit. They're above. They're above North. <laughs> they're, um, there's, there's seven. Jesse's happy with that. <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, GWS by ten for this one. It's a. It's another mm-hmm. yawn fest. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to know how twenty thousand people can go to a football game and. 500 people can't even go to an art exhibition. What is going on with this country? <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very it's a good true. point, though. Um, yeah, very, very, very true. Um, and good luck to Adam Kingsley. Um, he's fit yeah. enough to be out there. He might be out there by round four, I reckon, um, if, the, yeah. if the Giants don't deliver. All right, Hawks, Essendon, the big one, 320. Another weird time. It's either you start at two or you start at four. 320. Um, at the G, the G is going to cop a pounding mm. on the new surface. Uh, three games. Thanks, here Ed. Thanks, Ed Sheeran. Yeah, well, um, as Dimmer, Dimmer was quite happy. Uh, his press conference about the the ground and not worrying about too much about the ground. Who's who's bagged grounds before? Only because he went to Ed Sheeran apparently, um, <laughs> and he's happy that uh, the surface is going to be all right. So the Hawks versus Essendon. Who can? Obviously, I know where you boys are going to be, but can Essendon get it done? Bombers by five goals. Ooh, yeah. Big start for the Bombers. They've got it. They've got it. Are you that, are you that uh, confident? Oh, they've just got it. It's just a simple – it's a, a must-win game for the club. Yep. That's yeah. – I, I think um, both, both are going to – well, they're both bottom five teams – One's waiting to enter the window, and the other one's rebuilding. Um, but yeah, they should better coach now at Essendon. Uh, there's still, yeah, there's still a few issues. Certainly got to put a line through the captain. He's nowhere near in their best twenty-two. He's absolutely cooked, and he's just—he's only been just a player, in my opinion, as well. Um, I don't know about merit as a skipper, but but the queue of of viable options was pretty short. The obvious one, and that was part of the deal of, of of re-signing. I've got no doubt about that. Otherwise, he was walking if they didn't give him a little bit of a, a tap on the shoulder and say, "We'll look after you with the captaincy." Um, they got a good, they got still got a lot of players out and and so forth. So they'll be they'll have some good games this year, um, but struggle both teams. But the Bombers will win this one. Yeah, Bombers by five. Confident are you? Sorry, um, by five, Eddie. Eddie by yeah. five goals. Yep. Five points. Oh, points. Righto. Close one. Close one. Thanks. <laughs> just, what I, just what I need. Another close one. Beauty. Love him. I put the remote through the TV if it's five points first round. <laughs> yeah. hey, would that happen, Lovey? First round. Lovey. We will, we will be at the game. We will be. Glad and I will be at the game. And I'll tell you what. It won't matter which cheer squad I'm standing next to. They're going to hop me by and a drink if we get done. And I'm going to say it now because I think we need a rocker for us. I think Hawthorne gets up by goal. Um, oh, because I really do not believe 
I really don't believe that we're travelling very well as a club at all still. Yes, yeah. we've got some bright bright futures coming through. And uh, look, Brad Scott did very well at North Melbourne with the lists that he had over the years. I don't really understand the criticisms he's copped as well. I think to get that team to two prelims, I, th- I think it was a one yeah. prelim. And yeah. two playing prelims finals football yep. with, with a team that constantly finished between sixth and tenth. Um Oh, look, there's some bright things there, but the problem is you've got about you've got a decade at least of old habits and bad habits, and you know you're, you're, you've got obvious interruptions such as Jake Stringer. I mean, for me, last preseason was this preseason just gone was a perfect opportunity to actually trade him out and get something. Um, I think the fact that he's now got no market value, can't get up for round one, that's just indicative of the culture that's still going to be there until Brad Scott can clean it out properly. Um, and I can see us being bitten on the arse this week well and truly by a team that's probably going to be pretty hungry and pretty desperate. And um, in terms of prospects for us in this year, uh, I'm sick of trying to be optimist, optim, uh, 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 an optimist for them. Um, I, I'm, I'm realistically thinking that we're six wins. That's it. Not even. Mm. I just don't see. I don't see where the growth has come. I don't see where the the bright. Sh- what, what's changed from our team in round twenty two last year to what we're going to be rolling out in the paddock in round one this year? We haven't had. So we haven't had a Toronto and a Hopper all of a sudden jump into our club like Richmond have. We've got we've got the same old, same old. Yes. So if if. If people think that Essendon should be doing better than what their ladder suggests last year, they're kidding themselves. Mm-hmm. We are we are still a club that's got to try and put itself back together on and off field. Yeah. And, and, and to touch on that too, I, we all know what went on a couple of years ago, rightly or wrongly, whatever, but we, we've lost our identity. Eddie mentioned earlier about us being, and we still get the good supporter base when we are a, considered a power club for attendance. But going and watching that last practice match, I know it's a practice match. I just thought, as Lovey said, as a someone who's done a bit of coaching, and I watch it, and as Lovey said, nothing had changed. And you watch the, even the young kids saying, one, the, the comment I took away from the game was one young kid said to his dad, are we going to get a membership, Dad? And his dad turned to the kid and he said, no, but I'll get your Maccas on the way home. Now, <laughs> there, there's no... That wasn't know, that was silly, but... But but even, yeah, even young lads. Oh, it, do you know what I mean? Like, there's no intent. There, there seems to be no intensity about him. Now we played St Kilda Marab and Windy Day, all that sort of stuff. St Kilda train all the time. Da da da. But at the end of the day, we talk about. Everyone talks about action speaking louder than words. Well, where we've had a lot of words, Essendon, for a number of years, from inside and outside the four walls. Now, as Lovey said, and I try to be like Lovey. Glass half full about them, but just get your shit together, boys. If that's six wins, I'll take that. My my key to happiness this year with Essendon is to have my expectations lower than where Eddie has Collingwood on the ladder. So <laughs> I think um, <laughs> I think that's the only way to go. Uh, I, but Glenn, you know. I don't think we've lost our identity. Uh, you know, our identity has been our fans. Hang on, let me let me talk. Yep. 
the fact is that since the doping scandal occurred, we've almost added another 33% to our membership compared to where it was. Mm-hmm. We've got an identity and people still hold true. It's a good family club. The only issue that we've got is that we've got non-Essendon people in that club. And I'm not talking about ex-footballers. I'm talking about people that actually understand the fabric of what that club does stand for. The identity is there. It's having people knowing how to execute it like you would in any business. So you've got to understand your business. So you've got to understand your club. We've had a toothless president the last three years. He's been terrible. And little before that, the, the, the guy, uh, was it Little? Yeah. Um, look, held back the tide, but didn't really have a forward plan. He just wanted to keep fighting people on the outside. That's got nothing to do with a football club. So know your football mm. club. Know what it is and run it accordingly, mm. you know? I think with that, though, unfortunately, yes, they may have seemed toothless, but they became... They were managing situations as opposed to trying to manage the footy club. Like, obviously... Yeah, yeah I get that. I, I agree with that, but they shouldn't have done yeah. it that way. They should have yeah. done it the Essendon way, which made them so yeah. successful. And stand, you can stand your ground, push back, just like what Collingwood always used to do, as much as Eddie used to cop shit. He stood his ground for his club. Brendan Gale yeah. stands his ground for his club. James Bracewell stood his ground for his club. How many people were asking for them to be extinct? And he said, yeah, no, man. fuck off. We don't have that. We don't have those people backing up the identity that is our football club. And now we are where we are because the investments in that football club and that identity hasn't been made. It's that simple. Yeah. Yeah. And fortunately, we've had, we've, had, mm. we've had structured-based bloody you know, coaching panels come through and it just it doesn't, it doesn't go to how you actually want to be as a football club, that stuff. And I think when I, I like said identity, as a person, I didn't like him as a coach. I think we we lost. We don't. The biggest thing that I think that we have lost as a club over this period is not so much identity. It's probably not the right word, but we used to be feared by other clubs. Like go back to two thousand. I know that's twenty three years ago, but even two thousand and one, when we got beaten in the flag by the Lions, we were feared as a football club. We are no disrespect to your North, your West Coast at the moment, other clubs like that. We're not feared anymore. Like Hawthorne will go in Sunday thinking we should be favourites, as in as in them, not us. And that and that's the thing that I think that's I think we've got to try to get back. Well, the last thing I'll say on on Essendon, I know we want to move on. The last thing I'll yeah, say sorry. is the appointment of Brad Scott does one thing. Do you reckon Brad Scott would have just sat there like the runs of the world and all the rest of it and just no. and just given out mealy sort of responses to things if Essendon was significantly questioned? No. Brad Scott is a bit like Clarko and Hardwick. He would stand up for his club. He would be aggressive. Mm. Best way of defence is to be aggressive, according to Brad Scott. He was brought up as a kid. He was brought up as a footballer. And he was brought up as a North Melbourne coach. And I really hope that the Essendon committee and the board in particular just let Brad Scott be Brad Scott, and I, we will be better off. Not initially, yeah. but in the long term, we'll be far better yeah. off. Yeah, great. That's a great point, lovely. Great yeah. point. Yeah. Sorry, boys. No bombers. No more. That's all right. Let's get a margin. Who hasn't given us a margin? Eddie. Uh, um, bombers by five. Righto. We're using up uh, Juzzy's iPhone battery by the second. So 
Give us, uh, give us a margin, mate. I don't know. His wife has to go to bed. Yeah, I've just changed. We're just passed, passed in the hallway. Um, <laughs> can you, can you cook us something in the kitchen, mate? Bombers by a couple of couple of goals, but yeah, a bit, yeah. Interesting watch on both these teams this year. Oh, yeah, I like this. Multi tasking. Sorry. What's that? Multitasking, mate. Down the stairs. Go, Eddie. Yep. Yeah, I like what you're saying. Like, um, there's no um, person behind the football club, like um, like the Dimmers and um, th- those type of people. Like, who? Like Brad, Brad, I don't, I don't know Brad Scott. I think I think it'll be interesting. Come on, um, Eddie. We've got this guy. He's the feature of the club. <laughs> <laughs> If that, if that picture doesn't sum it up, um, I'll go he. You know, if he... Get a second chin there. Talk about showing up to, to impress your new coach. Um, just disappointing. All I'd feel as an Essendon member right now is just disappointed. There's a lot of hope on Stringer. Um, yeah, he didn't have a good year, but, God, he should have worked his ass off. Um, and now they're already make you know, not just Essendon, but... I think Essendon members would just be disappointed in general. But the AFL themselves are talking about, oh, well, not every player, you know, comes back and looks fit and everyone's different. And it's like, mate, we're giving this bloke an out. Did, that is not good enough to be there playing AFL yeah, footy right yeah. now. Either you shape up, mate, or get out, right, if you're serious about being there. You're taking someone's spot. That's did you give the audio on, on SEN about that? Like um, no, Buckley and Gary Lyon? Like basically, Gary Lyon, um, Nathan Buckley basically said, "Are we having a go at the bloke? Because in any other profession, you can't say that person's fat or that lady wears that or whatever. But if you look at Stringer, and I know some blokes look different, can carry a bit. He just looks like one, he's not interested, and two, he's unfit. So I'm all for calling him out on it." But Bucky was trying to be the, oh, we can't sort of character assassinate, so to speak. But if it's it's, – apparently he's out with a hamstring, right? Now, if that's a genuine hamstring, there's reasons why that's not – there's reasons why that's not right, right? Um, And they've just got to do something better to get him. He's had had these issues before, right? Now, he may be unlucky, and let's put it down to that for now. Let's give him an out and give him a chance. But let's – it's really in in him now. To see what he's going to bring for this club, he he owes the club now, um, so I'm putting it out on you, Jakey boy. Get out there amongst it um, and show them what you got, because you are a better you're a better guy than that and a better player than that, I'm sure. Um, but let's not let this be the end of your career um, by not turning up and having a crack, because you're a better player than that. They wouldn't have got you tell, there. They saw something. Tell us what you know, Juz. You know, I know a lot. I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, you know an awful lot. <laughs> um, well, I, I was, I went to a wedding in late January where a number of the bombers were there, and Stringer openly basically said that for them to be generally competitive this year, he needs to kick fifty goals at least. That's his base, and he probably drunk his body weight in alcohol that night. Which you're allowed to let your hair down at a wedding, but late January, you know, when you want to come back, you know, you're, you know, one of the uh, marquee people at the club. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I think. That's disappointing for him. So that, that's, in, that's, that's what I was talking about with the whole getting rid of habits over the next two years mm. at that club yep. and getting rid yep. of those that don't want to jump on board. 
move yeah. him on. We had the chance to move him on. We didn't. We should have. But you guys yeah, know he's, he's got no he's got no marketable value out there now. He's a no, he has not, not now. Yeah, he now he's summer. Back. Yeah. But based on he that, he can't still... survive. He can't survive the season based on this. I mean, you guys know in a local footy club, you can't tolerate that anymore. And yeah. yep. you, you know yourselves that Collingwood have done that with Dugowie. Now they've put it on him. One more and he's out, effectively. Yeah. Um, yep. he, and he's been given an absolute life lesson. And I, I think if Scott hasn't absolutely read him the riot act by now, um, it doesn't sound like he has. I mean, it's come January and he's still doing that. Um, they'd be oh, lucky, my, lucky to have met Scott by then. My, my mail is he has been told, does he? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, a little birdie told me. Oh, we, we, yeah, well, that birdie would, would be <laughs> in the know. Yep. Um, but he just, and he hasn't, there was a dozen guys, there was a dozen senior players at this um, wedding, and there were two obvious people that were disconnected to the playing group, group, group on that night. One was him, and one was the skipper. The old skipper. Um, hmm. They looked out of place and didn't engage and didn't. I, I, um, we're disconnected. Um, yep. Yeah, but um, I, I think it's going to be sad for the old skipper because, unfortunately, as a few players, yeah. it will happen to this year that they might get that old. Did he stay on for one thing? But he was a good captain, as Lovey said. And now it's going to be that awkward situation, round three, round seven, round nine. Jeez, dice. Let's just say we win three of our first four, for example. Is he going to be good enough to get a spot? But who cares, Glenn? That's how it should be. No, look, I don't feel sorry for any football. You, you, no, are, no, you are what no. you are. You know the industry. So yeah. um, if he's oh, not make the, the best call. I, I agree, love make the tough, Make the tough call. That, that's yeah, that's part of being ruthless as a coach. Don't feel sorry right. for him. Righto, Eddie. Mm -hmm. Where do the Bombers finish? Um, I put the Bombers um, 13th. Okay. So yeah, we're only so, halfway to the ocean floor. So, so, so we're below Collingwood and above north. Yeah, I've given Aaron my yeah. um, whole ladder. <laughs> 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 Yeah. It might be easier, Eddie. Just, just give it to us now, mate. Just give it. We're happy to spend the three minutes. Just give us your one to eighteen. No, we'll, it's we'll, it. post, we'll post Eddie's Eddie's graphic yeah. um, on the on the link <laughs> on our story with Eddie's yeah. Eddie's uh, summary of with um, a business card with a business card next to it, mate. Just so we get the free plug for you. Absolutely. <laughs> um, all right. Let's go with uh, St Kilda and Freo. This is a dead rubber too. Um, 4.40 on a Sunday. That's a bit of a snooze fest. Um, Freo's yeah. turning up. Or are they turning up? They're going to fly some boys over, no doubt. Um, have they got uh, what it takes to knock the, Swan, knock the uh, Saints off? Cool. This is, a, this is a boring Sunday 4.40 game. I'm talking about it on a Thursday night at 10.17. Um, <laughs> I, I think Freo win this by about goals. How, how many? Nine goals. Jesus. Yeah, right. I, I Nine. Said, I, said, I said Fremantle by 73. Yeah. Points. Yeah. Yep. Ooh, that's Nine worth coming goals. over for. That's worth flying over for. <laughs> uh, Jazzy, no. what's your thoughts? 73. I reckon the Saints have got about a, a dozen, maybe as many as 14 that are out injured at the moment for various reasons. 
they're playing for the Ross Lyon Cup as we um, <laughs> we're looking yeah, for a, a, something for the mantelpiece. Oh, Frio will win. Frio had a great year last year. Let's not forget that. And mm. they've added Jackson to it. And they've lost a couple of guys that were disconnected to to uh, Longmuir in um, in our guy. Who do we get again from North Northgate? Uh, Logue, Griffin Logue and yep. and Lob. But um, it seemed like they were Frio weren't overly concerned about losing them. I think they'll be all right, Frio. And yeah, St Kilda are just they're going to be yeah they'll struggle, won't they, at the moment? But Ross Lyon will make it defensive and low scoring whilst he's waiting for the the uh, guys to get back from injuries. But Frio win. Saints will be bang average this year. Eddie, a St Kilda, average. a St Kilda on the ladder by the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I've put yeah. them. I've put them fourteen. Yeah, okay. I think by out. five points, just so we can see Ross Lyon have a press conference that we just he just goes nasty Ross early. Somebody just asks him a question he doesn't like, and he just gets up and walks out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to go Freo five points too, but it's a kick after the siren. There you go, <laughs> Rossi. Well, really going to lose it. Rossi's really going to lose it. Fucking <laughs> hell! All right. All right. Um, Riveting last game to finish on, boys. It's not really where we wanted to wanted to finish. We could, probably should have gone reverse order um, and start and finish with the Tigers. But um, thanks for coming yeah. on, boys. Um, yeah. We've no actually worries. got our first show sponsor that we're going to review next year, uh, next week. Heaps normal. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh nice. Drink responsibility. Brain on the front. Yeah, uh, mine's small. Mine's smaller, mate. There's some good. There's a good story behind Heaps Normal and, and a good artist that's done a um, collab with them recently. So we might have to get Eddie back on and chat collabs because um, I think it's a it's a definitely a growing space in the art space and uh, in the beer world for sure. If you haven't got a beer, um, you're almost losing out at the moment. Everyone seems to have a beer. We should yeah. be getting our own. Let's get our own, boys. Um, by the end of uh, end of the week, and we have to do a quick shout out, uh, Justin, to your brother H, who's um, couldn't join us tonight. Uh, hopefully, Evan's all right. Um, or Cuz probably didn't send him the link. But um, he's at the <laughs> Hampton Park. Hampton Park. Pretty sure, pretty sure his brother. Pretty sure his brother got the link. It was the same email. Yeah. Correct. Um, so we got the good, we got the good Stanton on. We got the good brother. Yep. He's yeah, he struggles with technology, H. So um, he's probably still trying to work out how to hit the link. But yeah, he's at Hampton Park this year. Uh, not much to be said about them. <laughs> It's a very affluent area. Yeah, they play oh, Dalton oh, oh. in that, don't they? They used to. Yeah, they're in a, they're in the Southern Footy League now. Uh, actually, yeah, saw so Dalton. Dalton, Dalton are um, yeah. Actually, right, they they will play Dalton this year. Hmm. Shout yeah, out to Black Rock Southern Football League, great football side. Won yeah, the Premiership, so uh, upper division. Just doing my homework on Hampton Park. Um, as I had a bit of a look around, and they won a premiership 19s a couple of years ago, so they can't be all too bad. Um, let's see where H can no. take them. But yeah. ironically, the the uh, soccer team out Hampton Parkway is called the Sparrows. So let's hope that uh, they don't end up swapping <laughs> from the red back to the Sparrows and join forces. Anything could happen. But um, look, good luck to the Bombers. Good luck to the Tigers. Good luck to the Kangas. Uh, and just just before, good luck to my just before we go. Yep. Just before we go, I'm going to throw it out there. You guys, the rest of you guys, can have a week to think about this. But we've got a. I, I, I'm going to have three tips. So Melbourne wins the flag. 
Tim Taranto wins the Brownlow. Chips. And my headline of the year, Simpson and, and Stevie Nicks are gone from their coaching posts before round 12. Oh. Yeah, go with Stevie Nicks. <laughs> Massive predictions. All right, let's finish with this. Cuz, who wins the premiership and who do they play? Uh, I think Melbourne will play off with Brisbane and Melbourne win. Right on. Margin? Give us a margin while you're there. 30 points. Right on. H, give us yours. H, what about Jazz, maybe? Yeah, sorry. Wrong brother. Oh, yeah. Does he? That's right. Um, I was hoping hoping he jumped on by now. (laughs) I like how you didn't respond. (laughs) He's getting nothing. As he shouldn't. Um, (laughs) He didn't expect good impact on him. Melbourne will play Brisbane also. Um, Melbourne will win and Petrarca will win the Brownlow. He's a big... There you go. A lot of... A lot of ties getting pumped for the demons right now. Now, surely, Eddie, you're you don't think that way. Uh, I know how your mind works. Um, <laughs> who, are the, who are the Tigers playing, mate, in the grand final? Richmond will play Brisbane in the grand final. They'll win by forty-four points, and Dustin Martin will win his fourth Norm Smith medal. <laughs> I'll give it a spell. <laughs> <laughs> Love is actually shattered. He just went. That was like that was, you, know, you look like that when you said that. Remember the guy you know that I had, I had I had Melbourne beating Richmond in the grand final by seventy four points. Um, so Dusty can't win that in a losing team, mate. Bad luck. No. Um, it'll be it'll be um, I reckon Grundy, North Smith medalist Grundy. Oh, yeah. Toronto is the as the Brownlow medalist though for me. I reckon he's gonna have a crack every year. Yeah, one team I don't want to play. One team I don't want to play. I don't want to play Brisbane. That's for sure. Um, I'm going to go Melbourne Collingwood. Melbourne get Collingwood um, comfortably, and Brody Grundy wins the best on. So that'll be (laughs) that'll be some sweet sweet victory. Not that we're bitter or anything, are we? We're not not bitter or twisted in any way. No. Um, And here's here's a little uh, final word for every team out there. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah! Wishful thinking. (laughs) All right. (laughs) See you, boys. Have a good week. Thank you. you. Great to see you. Lovey as. Go, Dees. See you.